a good boy. Hi, Hebrew School crew. In case this is your first time here, or maybe you just forgot, I'm Sara Fredman Ader, your Hebrew School host. I also want to introduce you all to my new puppy, Bamba. Bamba's such a good dog. Yes, you are. Bamba here loves treats, tennis balls, and learning all about being Jewish. That's right. Bamba is a Jewish dog, and he can't wait until his bark mitzvah. Get it? Bark mitzvah? No? Well then, I guess we might as well start this very special episode of Hebrew School. What's that, Bamba? You're excited for today's episode? Me too, because today we're going to talk all about animals. You may not know it, but there are all sorts of animals in Jewish history and stories, and we're going to learn about some of them today. And of course, since this is Hebrew school, we have an amazing kid here to play some games with us. Everyone, give a warm Hebrew school welcome to Orly. Hi. Hi, Orly. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I have one sister named Ruby, and my Favorite kind of food would definitely be pizza. Mmm, I love pizza. Orly, what's your favorite animal? Doggies. Do you have a dog? No, but I want a dog. What kind of dog do you want? Like this small, sort of cute, like Pomeranian dog that would be like this big. What animal do you think is the most Jewish? Fishies. <laughs> Fishies are Jewish? Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay, so we are ready to play our first game. Let's start off with a little music for a game I like to call Prayer or Pop Song. Prayer or Pop Song. Here's the deal. I'm going to recite the lyrics to two songs, except some of these are not lyrics at all. They're the actual words of the Bible. Your job is to tell me which you might hear in synagogue and which you might hear on the radio. Ready? Yeah. Here we go. I met a young girl. She gave me a rainbow. I met one man who was wounded in love. And it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard rain's a gonna fall. Here's number two. The fountains of the deep and the floodgates of the sky were stopped up and the rain from the sky was held back. Okay, Orly, can you tell me which of these two songs is actually from the Bible? I feel like the second one. Winner! Correct! As poetic as it might have sounded, that second choice was actually from the Bible. And not just any part of the Bible. They describe the flood that destroyed the world during the time of Noah. Do you know about Noah and his ark? Obviously. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Everyone in the world wasn't really following, like, God's, like, what he wanted everyone to do. And then he got super angry, so he flooded. And he told Noah to um, build an ark for all the animals and himself to be safe while the flood was going on. 
Exactly. God had given up on humanity and decided to destroy the entire world with a terrible flood. There was only one family, Noah's family, that was spared, and it was their responsibility to take care of the animals who were brought onto the ark to stay safe from the rain. The animals came on two by two, except the unicorns. I guess they didn't make it on. Anyways, at the end of the flood, Noah sent out a dove who came back with an olive branch in its beak, a sign that the waters were receding. And God placed a rainbow in the sky as a promise that there would never be a flood like that again. Oh, and if you were curious, those first lyrics were by Bob Dylan in his song, A Hard Rain's A Gonna Fall. Hope Bob knows how to build an ark. Do you want to do one more? Yeah. Okay, here are your first lines. Do you give the horse his might? Do you clothe his neck with a mane? Do you make him leap like a locust? His majestic snorting is terrifying. And number two, I've been through the desert on a horse with no name. It felt good to be out of the rain. In the desert, you can't remember your name because there ain't no one for it to give you no pain. Okay, Orly, which is which? I feel like the um, second one was um, about, like, Judaism because basically maybe it was about how, like, Paro captured the Jews and they were suffering in the desert. I like how you're thinking. Actually, the second one is the pop song. The first verse is from the book of Job, which is about a man, Job, trying to make sense of all the terrible things that happened to him. I like how it talks about majestic snorting being terrifying. That was my favorite part. (laughs) The second verse is from the song A Horse With No Name by the band America. Do you think Jewish people, as they were riding through the desert after leaving Egypt, named their horses? I don't think so. Maybe they just named them all Pharaoh. And they were like, here, Pharaoh, I'm going to ride you. That would show him. What do you think? Well, maybe. Okay, Orly, it's time to hear from our listeners in one of my favorite segments, Wisdom of the Crowds. Wisdom of the Crowds. We call this segment Wisdom of the Crowds because we learn so much from all of you listening at home. Today, you all told us about your dream pet. Let's take a listen. My dream pet would be a unicorn or a ram, as it is called in the Torah, because only a young girl can ride one and because its horn can magically cure the sick. My dream pet is an otter because they are very cute and friendly. A gecko. My dream pet is a dog. If I could have a pet, I'd probably get like a soft, warm, fluffy dog. My dream pet is an imp. It farts and burps a lot, and they're really good troublemakers. Uh, I don't really like animals, so I do not want a pet. I love hearing from our listeners, although some of them have interesting taste in pets. Hey kids, tell us about your pets, both real and imaginary. Email hebrewschool at tabletmag.com. Okay, Orly, are you ready for game two? Yeah. Okay, it's time for Maze. 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 
Maza is Hebrew for what is this? This is the game where I give you two ways to say something in Hebrew, and you need to decide which one is right and which is totally made up. Today, in keeping with our theme, all of our words have to do with animals. Are you ready to play? Yeah. Okay, here's the first one. The Hebrew word for puppy is klavlav, which takes the Hebrew word for an adult dog, kelev, and makes it sound cuter and fuzzier. Here, little klavlav. Or the Hebrew word for puppy is, wait for it, Kit Kat. No, it's not the chocolate bar, but it's just as delicious. No, Orly, don't eat the puppy. So which do you think it is, klavlav or Kit Kat? I think it's klavlav. Winner. Yes, while I do love me a Kit Kat, nothing compares to the absolute most delicious mushiness of a klavlav, which is the correct Hebrew word meaning puppy. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready for number two? Let's do this. An elephant is a peel, like an orange peel or a banana peel, only huge and gray with a trunk. Or maybe an elephant is a peel-pel, which is undoubtedly more fun to say. Peel-pel, peel-pel. So what do you think, Orly? Is it a peel or a peel-pel? Well, I feel like a veggie or some sort of food is called a peel-pel, so I think it's a peel. Winner! You are 100% correct. A peel-pel is actually a pepper. And an elephant is a peel. What is it with these animal words sounding so much like snacks? First Kit Kats, now peppers. Let's do one more. How about fish? Is a fish a kelevyam, which means a water dog, or is a fish a dog? Not a water dog, just a dog. What do you think? Um, well, since I know a lot about Hebrew, it's definitely a dog. Winner! Absolutely correct. A fish is a dog, not to be confused with a dog, which is in fact a kelev in Hebrew. I'm getting a bit confused, are you? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think it's time for a little break. we hear some animal jokes from our Hebrew school comedian, Joel Chasnoff. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hebrew school stage. Joel Chasnoff. Like a lot of Jews, I love animals. We know that Jews love animals because that's why we have all those laws about keeping kosher, right? Because we love and respect animals animals. But there's another way to tell that Jews love animals. It's that we have kosher for Passover food for our pets. That's right. I grew up with a dog and we always had to buy kosher for Passover dog food. And I think this is an example of Jews taking a law a bit too far. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really think there were that many puppy dogs fleeing Egypt thousands of years ago. Come on! 
Hurry up, Rufus. Pharaoh is behind us. What's that, boy? You're really thirsty here in the desert? Well, go hit that rock. So I asked my rabbi recently, like, why is there kosher for Passover dog food if my dog isn't Jewish? And he said, it's kosher for Passover not for the dog, but for us, the owners, in case we accidentally eat it. And I was like, what do you mean, accidentally? I mean, have you tasted kosher for Passover food for human beings? It's terrible. I would much rather eat kibbles and bits. That's why it's kosher for Passover. I'm so glad we keep a comedian on staff here. He is hilarious. I know. The time has come for our final game. The time really does fly when you're having good old Hebrew school fun. This game is called Tall Torah Tales. Tall Torah Tales. Tall Torah Tales is the game where we share three stories from the Bible, and you need to spot the one that's made up. I'm going to tell you three absolutely bonkers stories, all having to do with animals. Two of these stories are straight out of the Bible, as hard as that may be to believe. One of these stories, well, I just made it up, and I am pretty proud of my creative imagination. Ready? Yes. Okay, so listen to this. Before Moses became the leader of the Jewish people and led the Jews out of slavery in Egypt and all of that, he was actually an Egyptian prince. Once he was fished out of the Nile by Pharaoh's daughter when he was a baby, he grew up in Pharaoh's home, raised with all the luxuries that come with the royal life, including some amazing pets. You think having a guinea pig is cool? How about a lion? That's right. Moses had a pet lion, which he led around on a leash made up of rubies and diamonds, making all the other kids rush home to their parents and say, how come Moses gets to have a lion? I want one too. But not all wild animals make great pets. Just ask the prophet Elisha, who knew just how vicious some animals could be. See, Elisha was walking and a bunch of kids started making fun of him, which wasn't so nice. Well, Alicia did not like being made fun of and exacted a pretty horrible revenge. He cursed the boys and sent bears to attack them. It did not end up being so great for those kids. Now, for our final tale, let's talk about Shrek. Well, maybe not Shrek, but his sidekick, the talking donkey. Donkey might have helped Shrek rescue Fiona from Duloc, but he was not the first talking donkey, not by a long shot. I believe that honor goes to Balaam's donkey, who spoke out when Balaam repeatedly hit him. The donkey was like, hey, why are you hitting me? And Balaam was like, because you're making me look like a fool refusing to walk when I want you to walk. And the donkey was like, hey, have I ever led you astray before? I'm like a really great and loyal donkey. And then Balaam finally saw that there was an angel blocking the way, and that's why the donkey wasn't walking. And Balaam was like, oops, my bad. So, Orly, which of those three stories do you think I made up? Moses's pet lion, Alicia's killer bears, or Balaam's talking donkey? I think the answer is Moses's pet lion. Winner! <laughs> Correct! 
the answer is Moses' pet lion. I mean, the guy did some pretty wild stuff with animals. Ever hear of the frog plague? But he did not, in fact, have a pet lion. Too bad. I bet that would have made Pharaoh let the Jewish people go sooner. Before we go, I think we have time for one quick story. Let's hear from our Hebrew school storyteller, Panina Shram. Here is your Hebrew school storyteller, Panina Shram, with a story about animals. This is a story, a midrash, from the Bible. And you may have wondered, how did we get names? When did the names begin? Listen to this story. Rabbi Aha said, when the Holy One desired to create the first man, the Holy One consulted the ministering angels and said, Shall we make man? And the angels asked, What is to be his character? And God replied, This human whom I desire to create, their wisdom will be different and perhaps even greater than yours in some ways. The angels responded, Holy One, Could you give us something to do so you can see how wise we are? And here is what God asked of the angels. The Holy One assembled all domestic animals, all wild beasts, all fowl, and told them to parade before the angels. Hashem, the name, Then asked the angels, what are the names of these creatures? But the angels did not know how to name them. (laughs) Meanwhile, time passed. And when Hashem, the name, which is another name for God, created the first man, Adam. God again assembled all the animals and instructed them to parade before the man, the human. In that way, Adam could name them one by one. Adam announced, I am giving names to these creatures. Listen. And then Adam began to give names to each animal on the earth. This one, oh, his name is Ox. It fits him. This one, Donkey. And this one, Horse. And this one, Camel. And this one, Lion. And this one, Vulture. Oh, that one, Ox. And he named all the others as well. And it is written in the Bible. The human called out names for every herd animal and for the fowl of the heavens and for every living thing 
of the field. God asked the man, And you, what is your name? The man replied, My name, Adam, fits me. And God asked him, Why? And Adam replied, Because I was fashioned out of the earth, Adama. God asked, And I, what is my name? The name Lord fits you, Adam replied. Why? asked Hashem. And Adam answered, Because you are Lord over all your works. Well, that does it for today's episode of Hebrew School. Orly, what's one thing you learned today? I learned that there was a talking donkey. Isn't that such a crazy story? I know. Is this a Torah, really? (laughs) Thank you so much for being a part of our show. Let's end today's episode, like we always do, with a song from our house band, Schlock Rock. Thanks, Orly. Bye. Bye. Hi, everybody. This is Lenny Solomon from Schlock Rock, and I hope you enjoy Old Man Noah. Old man Noah had an ark, E-I-E-I-O, and on his ark he had some cows, E-I-E-I-O, with a moo-moo here and a moo-moo there, here a moo, there a moo, seven by seven. Old man Noah had an ark, E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> Old man Noah had an ark, E-I-E-I-O, and on his ark he had some pigs, E-I-E-I-O, an oink oink here and an oink oink there Here an oink there an oink two by two Old man Noah had an ark E-I-E-I-O Hebrew School is a production of Tablet Studios in collaboration with our friends at the Jewish Education Project who have created lots of awesome games and activities to keep the fun going. Visit HebrewSchoolPodcast.com to play along at home. The show is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Robert Scaramuccia, and me, Sarah Fredmanator. Special thanks to Lenny Salmon of our house band Schlockrock, comedian Joel Chasnoff, storyteller Panina Shram, and musician Kelsey McDonald. We're grateful to the Jewish Education Project's Ella Machuki, Jonathan Fass, Rabbi Dina Klein, Susan Wachstock, and David Breifman. Our Tablet Studios team includes Stephanie Butnick, Leah Leibowitz, Mark Oppenheimer, Josh Cross, Tanya Singer, Quinn Waller, Ellie Blyer, Sam Hacker, and Courtney Hazlett. Want to be a contestant on Hebrew School? Visit tabletm.ag slash Hebrew School to apply. That's tablet, the letter M, dot A-G slash Hebrew School to apply. Check out all of our podcasts at tabletmag.com slash podcasts. <laughs> Old man Noah had an ark, E-I-E-I-O. And on his ark, he had some pigs.